everyone, my name is Anastasia and I'm Makram Hani and we are from Arms and McGregor International Realty from Dubai. Today we will be answering questions that tenants do ask so frequent as well as landlords, people who own properties and want to rent them out. And what Anastasia and I've done this morning is we collected some of those questions from what Anastasia lives with landlords and tenants on an every on a daily basis as well as many other members of our team. Yes. They were approaching us and coming with a lot of uh, with a lot of uh, questions that were like quite similar and mostly has to do uh, with the agreements between the landlord and the tenant. Sometimes it's misperceptions. It's, exactly. It's pure misperceptions, yeah. Exactly. So usually what we are starting with um, after obviously we found the right property for the tenant, um, the question that comes first is the is the inventory list and how important is that? Sure. To make sure the condition of the apartment is well, like the maintenance of the apartment, and also after that it comes with a question of um, is the landlord responsible for the major, the minor issues? So let's discuss about that. The, the, uh, very important if it's uh, furnished, unfurnished, or semi-furnished. Does it have white goods? Does it have full furniture? The inventory or stock count it's uh, is much more complex if it is fully furnished. You need to count every single. Uh, piece of property uh, you're getting from a fork and a knife to a couch exactly. make sure that all of them are proper and operating properly as well as counting all the glasses uh, they are minor things but they can be points of dispute which we try to remove whenever a tenant and a landlord are involved the relationship between a tenant and a landlord is key yeah exactly. and and the the points that you've raised anesthesia are major um, what about the maintenance um, who does it um, usually, like what's been the industry practice, the minor maintenance issues should be the consumables tenant's responsibility. Exactly, the consumables. consumables. Or sometimes people, they like to mention the, the ones that are below 500 dirhams cost. Um, as far as the major maintenance issues or the one that are above 500 dirhams should be the responsibility of the landlord. Or the belongings of the apartment. Uh, such as white goods, if they were in the apartment before, this all has to be the responsibility of the landlord. Unless they're outside the warranty period, which is very important to mention. So if, a, if the white goods are out of the warranty period, regularly it's the responsibility of the tenant because it's usable by the tenant. Sometimes it does cost more than 500 dirhams, still the responsibility of the tenant. And it's very important that that is mentioned and that is clear in the contract for both parties. Exactly. And we always tell the landlord, it's your apartment, it's your house. You want to make sure that you have anyone considering it a home today, take care of it and the upkeep of it for future uh, value add and to make sure that uh, you don't have to do major maintenance jobs with time. Similar to a point that you are asked so often, um, the AC filter cleaning. The AC filter cleaning saves your family, family's health as a tenant your Especially money, children. yeah, your money. As as that's the the air you breathe. In most buildings, there you don't open the window so often. Yeah, exactly. The money, the AC bill, the AC bill. Also, the discussion whether who who should pay the AC bill, the landlord or the tenant. Now that's clear in most cases, except in few buildings where it comes with the service charges. Like exactly. you have buildings. Anastasia works in Marina most of the time, and and uh, that's her area, and. Um, in, in some buildings, the AC is still part, yeah, not metered separately, and that's a confusion that happens 
it's better to happen pre-agreement so that it can be agreed on rather than post-agreement which can become a dispute. Exactly. What other questions, Anastasia, are we asked and are you asked on a daily basis? Speaking about the inventory list and the furnished and unfurnished apartments, usually uh, tenants, they ask also about the security deposit. How much the security deposit should be? So we should answer that question that um, industry practice is 5% for unfurnished apartments and 10% on fully furnished apartments unless if the landlord thinks that his furniture is high value or, for example, the tenant has the pet, so the landlord wants to protect himself by taking a little bit bigger amount in order to recover if there is any potential damage after the sure. end of the tenancy agreement. Although there may be insurance similar to the penthouse you were renting and there's paintings in that penthouse that are worth 300,000 dirhams. Exactly. So the, the tenant, and the tenant I believe accepted, yeah, didn't even, didn't even reject a bigger security deposit because the tenant understood what is he, he getting himself into. Exactly. Yeah, he's renting a piece of art, one of a kind penthouse in a very prominent area of Dubai, which is a marina with a great view. And that's a lifestyle rental, uh, which, which people do appreciate. Exactly. You, you pointed out uh, other stuff about uh, what if the, the, uh, the landlord and the tenant um, have an issue on the who registers the uh, Ijari, I believe, yeah? Exactly. It, it's, it's common practice that tenant does register it, although it's the uh, rule and the law that the landlord does register it, but who pays exactly, for it? Exactly, exactly. So by practice, the, um, the tenant should pay for it, although... Uh, Not by, uh, by, by practice and by rule, the tenant should pay for it. Exactly. But, but by the landlord should do it, now, who does it by practice? The tenant. The tenant. Yeah, exactly. the tenant ends up doing it most of the time, and which is not ideal uh, in, 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 some ta in some cases for the tenants. However, they can't connect Diwa. Exactly, they can't connect the Diwa without it, but usually where it comes to the, to the confusion is where you've given once the contract to the, um, to the tenant, and then they go and then they check in the contract is written that a jari should be the responsibility of the landlord. And in the unified the contract. Comes. Exactly. And then the question comes, why do I need to go and register it when, when it's mentioned that it's the, the landlord's responsibility? No, if you don't have the Ajari, you will not be able to register your Diwa. And you save yourself the hustle. What if the landlord is outside of the country and he is not allowed to? And it's know? pretty easy to register exactly. Ajari. Exactly. It can be done in many of the centers around. And it's logical, again, to create a good relationship between two parties that the tenant does register Ajari. It's very, it's very important thing. The, the other point that you were talking about, and, and we talked about a few days ago also, is um, what if the uh, tenant is asking to uh, move in and give the checks for the move-in date, dated the move-in date. Yes. Um, and, and that's also major, because if the tenant does insist on that, the landlord is under risk. What are the risks, Anastasia? The, the risk is that, for example, if uh, the tenant gives the check or doesn't want to give the check before the contract expires, usually the, the, the check won't be, won't be cleared or maybe there is not enough money. So just for the security for the landlord... Um, Specifically the in the first year. Specifically on entry. Exactly. Yeah, if it bounces and he doesn't give it, that's why we asked three days before move-in. Exactly. That the, the check is dated three days before move-in. If it bounces, the uh, landlord is in trouble. Also, it's the first impression. <laughs> and, and landlords who do ask, or tenants who do ask for the landlord to sign before they give checks. Yes. Yeah? The landlord is committing the property. The tenant should commit the checks. And then the agreement can happen. In an ideal situation, people will be sitting in front of each other on the same table and doing it. In a circumstance where the landlord doesn't live here, it can't happen. 
What are the points that we always raise for tenants similar to protecting themselves? Who should they pay the, tenant, the rental to? How should they make sure that they're paying it to the landlord? Exactly, to the landlord. They need to have the title deed and they need to have all the documents that are proving that the landlord is the, the individual who owns the apartment. It's the due diligence. It's it, because if the, if the uh, certificate, the, rent, the, the, the uh, ownership certificate, the title deed is there, you can verify it through the Dubai Land Department app. And if you do that verification, you'll understand who is the landlord. And when you know who's the landlord, do not pay the rent except by check or transfer to the landlord or the landlord's account. Do not pay to his agent. Do not pay it to brother. his friend, brother, or anyone else. Now, there are circumstances that the brother or the friend has a full power of attorney that allows him to do that, which yes. is uh, recent. Then it may be acceptable, although I always do prefer that it's paid to the landlord only and if it's mentioned even to the POA mention it in the contract with the number of the POA that you're referring to yeah it's major we should also discuss what, about one more thing that I faced just recently with, when it comes to a jari so namely there was a, the property with the two with the two landlords it was a father and the son and then when the tenant went to uh, actually register the contract by the new policy they said that there should be the signatures from Sure, from definitely. It's two owners, yeah? Yes. Can you sell a car that's owned by two people by one signing? Not really. Yes. You can rent a property, sell it, or do anything else with it, which is logical. So that's a very important point. Both parties should sign a contract, yeah? Um, another another important point also, uh, Anastasia, that, uh, that uh, you've uh, talked about is the uh, ability of the uh, tenant to vacate the property prior to the um, end of the contract, so early termination, and negotiating the uh, penalty period, period or penalty. not period. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a major point because if they, if that is not clear in the contract initially, it can become a point of dispute, and the whole process and process is to eliminate points of dispute. Yes, but usually when they try to negotiate is when they are not sure about their job. Prior to the prior to prior the, to the contract exactly, signature, prior not within to the, the contract. Exactly, prior to the contract signature, they usually ask the question like, "What if I lose the job and if I have to leave the country um, by the, the the circumstances or something like that?" Then in that case, will the landlord be reasonable enough not to charge me the two months penalty? Again, maybe at his consent. Okay. Um, if you have, as a landlord or as a tenant, any term that you would like to put beforehand, please do. But okay. please put it at the beginning of the contract, rather than you being stuck in a non-comfortable situation, situation within the contract. Is there any other questions between the questions that the team have, have uh, subjected Anastasia, which you would like to answer? Um, I think that one of the members approached me with a question, what if the tenant asks uh, for the, the handover of the key before the contract starts. And then we were mentioning there are some grace periods and... Sure, uh, that, that's key. So currently people get the uh, uh, key on the day of moving. Move Sometimes the landlord may be reasonable to give it a few days before. Um, or we can say maybe reasonable because it's reasonable enough that he gives it from the day of, of, uh, of uh, rental start. This is the day that rent is starting. To protect the landlord, you can create the check uh, uh, to clear before they hand over the key and then the landlord may be uh, cooperative and give you the key before that. Now, Anastasia, something that is very important, with the more maturity comes into the market and vacancy periods are going longer, 
it's now uh, more than ever do we see uh, periods of free rental at the end of a contract. I believe we will start seeing also periods of free rental at the beginning of the contract, One which month. is the grace period. Maybe not a month, maybe 10 days for people to prepare the property. Maybe some add-ons also, they move in for free or whatever. Uh, that's key, that's important. Exactly. And that may start happening. The practices are changing. We used to see too many one-checkers. Now there's no or very few people who do pay rents in one check. It's important that we understand and realize that the market is changing that, in that direction. And whoever regulates the market isn't brokers, uh, isn't even the regulator. The, the regulator sets the regulation forward. However, whatever sets the market momentum and, and pace and the practices is the market itself, is what's happening with the market. So we were talking about uh, a few days ago about the uh, commission payment from a landlord's side. So maybe it's not a practice today. It may be a practice tomorrow where the landlord needs to pay a commission. Um, that should also be cleared because currently we collect commissions from tenants. tenants only, yes. When the landlord does pay, I wouldn't say tenants only, I say tenants most probably because there's still landlord commission payments paid sometimes, specifically on, on slow moving properties. Yes. However, uh, there is a conflict of interest there whenever you get paid by both parties. So that should be clear and that I believe will be cleared by market forces soon and I'm sure the regulator will set it through forward for everyone to make sure that uh, the conduct of brokers and parties that are players in this market uh, is decent enough and transparent enough. Exactly, especially when we as brokers are representing the, the landlord's property I think that should be valued as well. The landlords, when you are representing the landlord's uh, um, rights and representing the landlord, you shouldn't, be able, you shouldn't be able, however, to charge the tenant. What should happen, similar to many markets all over the world, you're either a landlord representative or a or tenant's tenant representative. representative. Similar to a sale, Anastasia. Now, in a sale, you're not supposed, although as we talked before about it, practice is that people do charge both sides. Exactly. The law is very specific about that. When you want to charge both sides, there's a specific set of documentation that should be signed to allow that. In rental, this should be the case. Now, people should value the work of agents, definitely. I believe as agents, we have a practice to follow, to be able to set that value forward. And I believe that differs between an agent and another and a brokerage and another because they're able to create that relationship with the landlord, relationship of trust, respect, and a mutual value exchange, yeah? You give a service, you get paid for it. Exactly. You don't give a service or you do give a low quality service, expect to get paid low for it or not to get, get paid, paid. For, it, for it at all. Um, is there any other points we, you, you would like us to discuss today? I believe we'll have more of those sessions. Whenever we pass a few weeks and we collect some questions from customers, uh, we see that things can uh, um, serve or be interesting for many uh, parties. I believe we will be uh, sitting here and discussing them. Anastasia, as well as every member of Arms and McGregor team, are very interested to uh, communicate with all clientele, set forward uh, best practices, and create that uh, educational side. It's not only about the money making. We will make money, we do make money, and we will make so much money in the future. However, there is that. Uh, a communal side also of our business similar to every other business that is available. Is there anything you would like to add or we would like to discuss today Anastasia? 
Well, I hope that you were happy with the questions that we that we have answered in in this video. Uh, thank you so much for for tuning in, and then I hope that we uh, we improved and we made an impact on uh, on some of the uh, challenges that you've been. And send us more with. of your feedback and questions, huh? Exactly. Send us more. Ask us the questions. If, you, if there is any challenge that you are facing, anything that you would like to know about, we will be more than happy. You're to not sure of misperception that you may have that you want more details on, yeah? We will answer you transparently regardless of the business we run or the business we're part of. Exactly. Thank you so much once again and enjoy your day and make it a great day. Exactly, make it a great day.